1: Welcome, badasses, to the one-year anniversary episode of the Badass Ladies Club. <laughs> oh my! What? God. What? Oh my gosh! Okay, y'all. The gratitude. That we have right now for the fact that you have hung in for a year and that you're coming back and wanting to listen and hear what it is that we're up to and what it is that we're passionate about. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for um, being a part of the Badass Ladies Club. We super appreciate it. And we want you to get on and subscribe and like and share and come to a retreat or hang out at a workshop or just come and spend some time doing the good work healing. Um, It's kind of a dream come true, man.
0: It really is. I I always knew that we would make it to this point, but I didn't know what it would look like and how it would feel. Yeah. And to be here is... So amazing and an honor, my dear. Indeed. It seems
1: like a lifetime and it seems like yesterday. For real. (laughs) I mean, so much has happened. But before we get into all the exciting uh, happenings over the last year, I think it's uh, time to honor a very special Badass of the Week this week. Amen. Jessica, Um, tell us. Our Badass of the Week is
0: the one and only Glennon Doyle. And if you don't know who Glennon Doyle is, you guys, you have to get on it. She wrote Untamed. She wrote other books before, but let's be honest. Untamed was the first one where she was completely raw and open and honest about everything.
1: Everything. I
0: don't want to give it away. No.
1: But but if you haven't read it, go get you a copy of Untamed. Or get right the audiobook. Now. Like either one. I did so the good. audiobook first. I've done them both. Like, um, and then uh, I yeah. read it.
0: Yes. Um. So, 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 so good. So inspirational. And there are little isms from Untamed that I use and think about on the daily. Um, like you're a
1: goddamn cheetah. You're a goddamn cheetah. No doubt. Um, I say that to myself every day. Quit asking people for directions to places they've never been. That's a good one. I live by it. Yes. Yeah. Um, What other good isms came out of Untamed?
0: I mean, one of our very early on episodes was inspired by Untamed that feelings are for feeling feelings are for feeling there's also uh, we can do hard things we can do hard things yes and oh by the way if you haven't listened to her podcast
1: (sighs) go and yeah subscribe to we can do hard things where glennon and her sister and her wife a lot of times and even her ex-husband comes on you know like glennon doyle is she's just such a great example of a real human Mm -hmm. who gives you permission to like have good days and have bad days and be really inspiring and aligned one day and then be a total hovel mess the next day. Like I just love the hell out of her and her example. Like she's inspiring. I know. And kicked my ass into gear with Badass Ladies Club when Um, I read that book. Like I couldn't ignore what I was capable of, you know? And
0: I wanted to say that there are two authors that have intensely, um, molded us into the women we are today and it all started with Jen Sincero with You Are a Badass. I feel like that's what really got this momentum going all those years ago even though Badass Ladies Club and a podcast wasn't even at the forefront of our mind but most recently it was Glennon Doyle that after reading Untamed both Laurie and I were like okay we can't ignore this anymore. Like we are powerful women with powerful things to say that can create a community that is needed right now. And I feel like we've done that and there's so much more to do. We're just
1: getting started. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's so, what's really beautiful about Glennon and Jen Sincero is that when you stand in your power, you give other... People a reason to stand in theirs, that they mm-hmm. see you do it and it's inspiring and it's brave and you don't die, you know? And you right. see somebody else do that and you're like, oh my gosh, I wonder what it would look like if I did that. yeah Like if I was that brave, if I could stand up for myself and speak my truth, what would that mean? And what it means is that the Badass Ladies Club is a year old, you know? Like, ah. thank you, Glennon. Yes. So, Glennon, girl, <laughs> <laughs> we know you got your own podcast. Right? Like, but... You got your own shit going on. It <laughs> cool if you wanted to come on the badass ladies club um or at the very least maybe you want to like wear one of our t-shirts oh my god or yeah we'll send you a tumblr like we'll we'll get you the swag <laughs> um but you are an honorary member of this club because you're a big reason why we started it forever and always lady yeah. oh my god Ugh. I bow down to Glenn and Doyle. I bow down, yes. Yeah.
0: So, um, for those of you watching the episode today, also before we get started yes. into talking anniversaries and stuff, you may notice that Laurie and I are in some swag today. Well... On the topic of the one year anniversary, <laughs> right. like, I mean it is all connected. It is,
1: I, yeah. I want to honor where the swag came from by telling you how crazy proud <laughs> I am of how much ass you kicked at the Midwest Hairstyling Awards this past weekend. Thank you. That means a lot. Um, it was a much needed so trip for me. So for as all an artist. of our, you know, viewers and listeners that don't know, what is Gray Label? Gray Label. Um, is a specifically a men's
0: hair care brand, but plenty of women buy their products. I tried the texture spray. Ooh, tell me, tell me y'all. <laughs> I'm going to buy some. Yes. And Laurie, you're going to get some. I want it. um, it's freaking incredible and smells so good. So yeah, it's like a texture spray, dry shampoo combo. And I was like, I think I'm in love. And I think I found my new go-to product. Even though it was designed for men. I use men's hair care all the time. Gino told me that mostly women buy it. And I was like, well, duh. Because, yeah, yeah, this is the... Hair is hair. like Right, right. Um, Although, for our listeners, like the reason, if you ever wonder why there's men's hair care versus women's hair care, it's because men's scalps are two times thicker. right, And so the skin is different. And so, yeah, does it like kill a woman to use men's hair care. No, but things are specifically formulated for men's scalps because they are different. Yes, they are just biologically, but anyway, um, gray label. Men's hair care line by the one and only, one of my favorite humans, and now who I consider a friend. No doubt. Gino Chapman. And if you listened, I think he was episode number 36 or 37. I can't believe you know the number, but yes. It was somewhere in there. I mean, how could I forget?
1: He was like two thirds <laughs> of the way through yeah. this
0: last year. Um, yeah. Um, we talked to Gino, he's a hairstylist based out in LA, and we talked to him about crafting a life that you love. It was such a good episode, it was a fantastic episode. Um, his mission with Gray Label specifically is to help humans thrive, not just survive. So and he lives that, y'all. When I say (laughs) he lives that, by the way, I didn't even tell you this, Laurie, at the Midwest Hairstyling Awards, Lupe Voss, um, presented an award to him for like, I forgot what it was called, but it was an icon award for his humanitarian efforts. Because
1: because, yes, I mean, holy shit. He, he's just so, he understands the motivation in which you do things. Yes. Like. Gino doesn't do things because it's profitable or popular or is going to gain him more notoriety or followers or any of it. He does things because it's the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. Um, which ultimately will get you everything. You know, like when you are operating out of your heart center like that, he's a beautiful human. But aside from that, (laughs) can
0: we talk about the amazing hair? Right. I mean, the hair that came out of this thing was, was... The images are insane. So awesome. If you haven't seen the images, go to our Instagram at the Badass Ladies Club. I posted a lot of the images there. Um, They're also posted on Gino's Instagram at Gino Chapman um, and at Gray Label. And at Gray Label. Yeah, totally. Um, But so I went to the Midwest Hairstyling Awards and... I was invited. Actually, Laurie was invited too, but Laurie and I made a decision, which we'll get into later. It's all good. It, <laughs> there's a story. Um, but I ended up going solo, and it was really good for me. And in the middle of doing hair, as the show approached closer and closer, Gino pulled me aside and was like, hey, can you help me out at the table? And I didn't know what that meant. And I was like, yes, yes what's happening. Um, I didn't know that he was going to be having merch at this show. Um, so he took me downstairs. He showed me the table and he was like, so this is what's going on. Everything's $20. 100% of the proceeds go to inner city kids in Kansas city, which is where we were. It was in Kansas city. Um, this is for children who don't have the same educational opportunities. I mean, literally. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, yeah. 100% of the proceeds. Like, he just made, by the like, and guys, when I say he made this, I don't mean like he ordered it. I mean like he screen printed he himself. <laughs> yeah. In his warehouse, made all this, spent his own money, and was like, oh, yeah, 100% of the proceeds go to these inner city kids for this organization in Kansas city. I was like, well then we're going to sell this shit out of all this stuff. And you kicked some big ass at that table. Didn't I you? did. <laughs> I sold it. Yeah. Not even scared to say it. I sold it. I may have flaunted a little bit, Whatever it takes, you know. I mean, whatever it takes to
1: take care of those kids, man. Like it's for the kids. It's for the kids. I'll wear a sexy outfit for the kids. Cleavage for the kids. Like I'm into it. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and he sent home some awesome. stuff Yes, and so that's what we're wearing
0: wearing is um all gray label things. And my hat. Um. The story behind this hat, um, if you're watching, you can see there's a square, a circle, and a triangle. These are shapes that hairstylists use in haircutting every single day. They're just the basic shapes that we put on heads. Um, Geometry, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, they have, like, these little graffiti symbols underneath them. And so um, this hat sold like hotcakes.
1: I'm sure. And, you know, like, their tagline is like-minded misfits, you know? Yes, like like really misfits. yeah. I love that part of the roots of Grey Label are that you're just supposed to be yourself. Yeah. It's you okay know? to be a weirdo. Yeah, and that Go we're ahead. all yeah. kind of weird in our own ways, yeah. but that when we come together, we make really powerful badass teams. Yes. Like the Badass Ladies Club. Yes. Like Grey Label. Like yes. it's so awesome to be in network with other amazing brands that are doing things the same way that we're trying to do things. Yes. So huge, huge shout out to Gray Label and Gino and Peter Gray and like mm-hmm. the whole crew of at Midwest. They were uh, so great. I was blown away from home watching uh, yeah. the images. Uh, so yeah, that was all very exciting. Yeah. So uh, let's talk
0: about... It's a year. A year. A year anniversary. Shh. Laurie.
1: Okay, so let's start with, um, like, when we recorded our first episode. Because how long... Have you watched the first episode recently? Watched? Yeah. No. Okay, well, I have. <laughs> okay. Um, like... First of all, we're... Excuse me. Laurie! I know.
0: Oh my gosh. How dare you have your cell phone on during a
1: recording? It's okay. Sue me. (laughs) Um, I don't even know how my ringer got on. My ringer's never on. (laughs) Anyway, um, we obviously started a podcast because we're good at talking. Yeah. And talking to each other. Mm -hmm. So naturally, we had a knack for it. But I'm just going to say... We've really grown in the last year. Um, it was a little painful for me to watch our first episode, if I'm being honest, you know? Oh, like um, yeah, But it also what just made me really proud yeah. that we hung. In there. Yeah. You know, like, that even though we didn't really know what we were doing or yeah. if we were going to continue to do it or yeah. if it was even going to catch and become a thing, like, yeah. watching that first episode, it was this past weekend that I watched it, Um, I just was really, really... You're like, oh, baby. Oh, I I loved us so much. I was like, Oh, I love her. Look at me. Like, look at Jessica. Look we at had us. our like, long ass
0: hair. Yes. Our long, blonde oh extension, extension commercial. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: that's <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, but we were also really like, I could sense how nervous oh, I was, yeah. you know, like it all oh, came yeah. through. So it, yeah, it just made me super love the fact that we hung in there and that we had a vision and that we knew it was going to grow and evolve And yeah, man, has it ever grown and evolved? Like, I would have never imagined it would have turned out where we are right now.
0: No kidding. Oh, God. Yeah. I look back at Laurie and Jessica a year ago, these like little podcast babies, you know? And what's interesting is that we had a brand and we had a podcast before we really had a company. Oh, yeah. And something to sell, Mm -hmm. you know? So... I would imagine that looking back on that first episode, it's like baby Jessica and baby Laurie had no idea the shit that was in front of them. And I don't mean like bad shit. I just mean
1: like it's it's been a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Yeah. And well, but to the point of anything new like that that you create, had we known that, we maybe wouldn't have started it (laughs) in in the first place. You know, just kidding, I don't want any part of it. This is gonna be a lot of work. Like maybe so yeah, like it's also so interesting to follow your heart and your passion towards something and not know how it's going to work out. Yeah. Um, because I couldn't have planned it any better than it's managed to work out up to this point. Like uh, the universe definitely has had our back um, sure. from turn to turn. So scale back, like this is, I don't even know what episode this is, like what it's probably gonna be like episode 55 or something by the time we get around to it. Yeah. Um, So out of 50-something episodes, which one was your favorite? (laughs) My favorite episode is one that never
0: made it to air. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which one you're talking about? And it's the only time that something like this has happened.
1: Yes. Well, actually,
0: no, there was one other episode that we did record, but we ended up redoing it. We did it it again, yeah. Yeah, so I don't really consider that, but the episode we recorded
1: with Eva... With Eva Nelson, yeah. Should we say what happened? Yes, we should say what happened. (laughs) So basically, Eva is a very close dear friend of ours, but is also one of our teachers, mentors, um, has been working with us both in uh, advanced healer circles and learning different skill sets that we use to help other people. And, Mm. you know, Eva is an intuitive healer she has a very high frequency and vibration that she carries at all times um that's an understatement yeah like you can feel it in her presence you know um and she she also just naturally raises the frequency of the people around her so like i know when i get around her i automatically like start to feel it a little bit you feel um, a little like buzzy and tingly yeah elevated and yeah yeah
0: um, so she comes in, so she comes into the studio, we record the whole freaking thing
1: and it was over an hour. Like we try and keep it was, our episodes under an hour guys, but sometimes when we're talking to somebody oh and things God. are really clicking, like, yeah, it goes. And this, so was this was an episode that we were like, oh no, we'll go as long as it takes. It was like almost an hour and a half. Yeah. I think. Um, and we also talked about like really beautiful, tragic, deep, deep stuff, stuff. and like, Things that are hard to explain in human terms. Yeah. We were able to articulate so well in this episode. Like, I remember as we were doing it, and my head, I was thinking, this is so good. Mm -hmm. Like, this is so good. And this is going to be our best episode we've ever done. And, I mean, obviously, Eva was amazing. But also, like, you and I were amazing. We were, like, clicking, clicking, clicking. So many great things came out of it. And you got to know, like, when you're recording a podcast, a lot of times, like, things just kind of fall out of your mouth And it's not until afterwards that it kind of lands. But in that episode, like in the moments, I knew, like, this is gold. Right. So we get a few weeks down the line when it's time to launch. Well, that day. Remember that
0: day, Paul was like, because we recorded other episodes and Eva left. Oh, that's right. And Paul was like, I
1: forgot it was the same day. Did she?
0: Have her phone on her, which we always have our phones on. I think on his exact words were, what the fuck
1: did you guys do in here? Like, <laughs> <I know. laughs> he was so confused. He was so confused and very. He was upset. upset. I've never <laughs> seen Paul's face. Like yeah. I saw it that afternoon. I was like, are you okay? What is the matter?
0: And he was like, this has never happened.
1: This has never happened before. 16
0: years of recording audio. This has never happened to me. So basically what had happened was it did not record. Like, we did a mic check. We did everything that we normally do, guys. Everything we normally do. Checked our mics. The audio was working. The camera was working. Everything was working. We have this down
1: to a science, you know. Um, but it didn't record it didn't pick up. any of the audio. And that when, and when he played the audio file for us, it was like this weird, beep staticky boop. beep-boop boop kind of thing. It was just... Uh, Eva broke the machine is <laughs> basically what Her we've come down to is was that was too much yeah, the, for the technology the energy in this room, in this room on that day yes. between the three of us brought down this technological <laughs> uh, infrastructure that is Nexum Creative and uh, we did not get that episode so it never aired yeah and i mean eva is well and then and then paul
0: was like well the microphone on the camera still worked still caught it yeah so let's just Try to manage audio with that. Then it was when a few weeks later, when we were supposed to be uploading the episode to be on Apple and Spotify, he can't even export it. Like it can't even fucking export the episode.
1: And we were like, "Oh my god, just forget it." It was like tragic, but also kind of hysterical. I know, just because sometimes things, I guess, aren't meant to go out into the world. And uh... so that means that when we are able to record with Eva again,
0: which she's out of town undecidedly she'll be back yeah she'll eventually. be back eventually yes. i'm just saying when we record eva 2.0 mhm it's going to be fantastic. We just got to make sure she's grounded enough to not
1: break the fucking machine. I mean, I have entertained the idea that maybe we just need to do like an Instagram live with her. Yeah. And not record it in the studio at all. <laughs> like, let's just do it live and get it out there so it's gone and then we can't take it back, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's... We'll figure it out. Idea. We'll get Eva out to you guys. Okay, for sure. so that was my favorite episode. What's right. your favorite episode? Um, My favorite episode... Like, when I go back and I think about the ones that... When I listen to them and I'm like, oh, man, we were really like serving up something that was going to help people or something that really helped me was mm-hmm. the scarcity versus abundance episode. Um, just that there were a lot of things that I talked about in that episode, not so much because I wanted other people to know about them, but because I needed to hear yeah. that stuff you know and um that that's one that like bang for your buck anyway there was so much good little content, nuggets in there yeah in there that you can actually take and use and like when you're having a hard diet or when you're feeling you know the scarcity or you're feeling like you're broke and don't have the money for something or that you know things just aren't working out from you that you can hear that episode and like feel better and elevated at the end of it. Like you have something that yeah. you can actually use. Um, yeah. That was a good one. Um, So we've had so many good guests. I know. Uh, It's so interesting, like the evolution of the kinds of guests that we've had on the Badass Ladies Club. Like, like obviously
0: being that we're in the beauty industry, right. we've had a lot of beauty industry people, but I feel like even our beauty industry people episodes, I mean, people who aren't in the beauty industry can listen to that and take something away from it.
1: Well, because They've been we so really awesome. don't talk that much about right. technical hair and makeup oh, kind of stuff. Yeah, like, no. And that's what I love about the people that we do have on is that it's we're all talking about this idea of like how to take care of yourself, Mm -hmm. how to really grow and evolve as a professional, no matter what you do, you know, like how to follow your heart and take big risks and, you know, do what you need to do to stay true. And we talk a lot about spirituality and that it's so cool that it doesn't matter what it is that you do for a living, you know, Mm -hmm. that these fundamental concepts of what it means to be a human and heal
0: yeah, is important to yeah. everybody.
1: Yeah, um, God, I've loved
0: all of our guests. I mean, our first—well, no, not our first guest. I feel like our our first big guest that has a following at least was Julie Murphy. Yeah, that was amazing. Julie was insane. Yeah. And we want her back on. But we she's were just talking, insanely yeah. busy. Yes,
1: well, and Julie's had a really big year too. Yes. You know, like that is the other really we unique get to thing. See
0: everyone grow. Yeah, it's
1: so cool. Um, I also some of them, my favorite guests though are like our friends that oh have gosh. come on and been guests. Do you know, time
0: that like Mandy's been on. Mandy's episodes Danielle's are great. Episode Danielle, was really Alana
1: fun. being here was really great. Yeah. Having Charlotte here for two episodes oh my has God. been insane. Yes. Like. I just from the very get-go with Badass Ladies Club, like obviously we have some of the bigger names and the people that, you know, maybe we don't know as intimately on. Mm-hmm. But I love this cross-section of like people that we hang with on the daily, plus people that we don't hang with on yeah. the daily, you know? Like that creating a badass club of humans right? is that we're all still
0: people. Well, like <laughs> and <laughs> when um Like when we had Jackie on, Mm. Jackie and I have been best friends since the seventh grade. If you would have told me in the seventh grade, like, Jessica, when you and Jackie are in your mid thirties, like you're going to have a podcast and she's going to be on. (laughs) I'd be like, first of all, what's a podcast? (laughs) Second of all. Is
1: that on the radio or something?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Like, so yeah, I love that we have a space where we can have all of our friends on, but we can also talk to people who work with really big clientels, And um, yeah, so let's get into that a little bit, because I will say one thing that has surprised me about the podcast is never in a million years would I ever think that I'd be talking to some of these people and that it's really easy when you're coming at it from a professional stance. Right. And you're not just some crazy stalker girl being like, will you be my best friend? You know, Can we hang, out? Like... Can we hang out. Instead, you approach someone who you Admire and look up to and right. want to learn from, and you say, Hey, I have a podcast. It's called the Badass Ladies Club. This is what we're about. I'd love to have you on. I'd love to talk to you. And then from there, we've maintained these relationships with these people. Yes. That we're all networking and all connected. That if you would have told me that even a year ago when we started recording this, I would have been like, There's no way.
1: There is a way.
0: And I would have been like, There's no way. That I'd be working the Midwest Hairstyling Awards with Gino and Peter. And here we are. There's no way that, you know, we'd have James Vincent on and get our box to freaking Joan Jett. Did we ever talk about that on the podcast, by the way?
1: Did we ever announce that, that that actually happened? I mean, if we didn't, we were wrong not to. But we're having the one-year anniversary episode right now, and so we might as well do it right now. Like, So, guys, like <laughs> if, you, if you go back and listen
0: to the James Vincent episode, he is Joan Jett's makeup artist. Yes. After we went off the air, we talked to him, and we said, Listen, we need you to do us a solid. Will you please get some swag to Joan Jett? And
1: what does this beautiful human and do? And like us? the divine man that he is, he, he sends, sends us a, a picture. Delivered the box to Joan and sent us a photo of her smiling with a badass ladies' club branded box. I died. I died. I died. Like, I know. I know. Um, and even if she never touched any of it, I don't care. It could still be sitting in the back of her closet right? or something, you know? Like maybe she threw it away. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care the fact that she knows that it exists right and that she was an inspiration behind creating it um and our muse you know mm-hmm. of so many mm-hmm. sorts like it was just a really beautiful full circle moment and it came pretty early on in the podcast you know like yeah. that's one of the things that i think is so interesting about the last year is that it seems like when things were hard and by hard i mean just like That having a podcast is a lot of work. And we had a lot of work to do before we had a podcast, you know? Like it's not like we needed Ah, more things to do. Um, that when things were heavy and hard and we got to one of those points where I was just like, oh my gosh, do we even wanna keep going? Something amazing would happen, like Joan Jett, or something amazing would happen like a huge guest would, you know, like book. And it would just create so much energy and momentum, you know, around where we were going. It was like, yeah, the universe knew that it was time for a boost uh, yeah. to keep uh, keep things going. For sure. Um, so something else that I think is really important to mention over the last year is... So October 5th was our first episode, 2020. Yeah.
0: And this episode's releasing what? October 3rd? 3rd, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, So... It was in February 2021 when we joined Made to Do This, which is a Kathy Heller program that is about helping you discover how to monetize your passion.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And, you know, when we got into the Made to Do This gig, it was really like about how to monetize this podcast. And, you know, I don't know what I expected out of it, except that I know I was really inspired by this lady who had a podcast that had turned it into a multi, you know, million dollar business in four years, uh, that, and that she was like us, you know, like that she was just a regular chick that started talking on a podcast about things that she was passionate about. And Mm -hmm. it turned into something huge. And so I was like, okay, obviously she has something to teach and we want to learn. And, I mean, I think it was five weeks into the program, maybe six weeks into the program that we launched Badass Retreats. Yeah. You would have never got me to guess. That was a leap of faith. Yeah, that <laughs> our podcast idea would turn into a traveling healing company where now we're doing retreats locally and internationally. International. Um, just Wow. So Like, holy wow. Like, holy wow. <laughs> um, And that being a part of a think tank and a coaching program, like, made to do this, where you're, like, constantly challenged to do things messy
0: mm-hmm.
1: and to do it scared mm-hmm. before you really know what's happening next. And to try things out and not be horribly ashamed when they don't turn out the way that you want them to. And to just keep going, you know, um, that you face a lot of really intense fears doing that. And you and I both kind of have this like perfectionist thing in us where we don't want to put things out unless yeah. they're like ready to go right. or whatever. Right. Um, and that breaking up out of that and just doing things um, has produced some really fantastic results. You know, like I'm not going to say it's comfortable, you know, like we're still trying new things that may work and may not work. And it's still really uncomfortable as we're doing it. Right. Um, I'm just more used to the discomfort now. And I know that I'm not going to die. Right. And that it might produce something amazing that is a dream, you know, that I didn't even know was going to rise up out of it. So... What's uh? What was your take on the badass retreats thing as it came up?
0: It was really exciting, but also because, like, yes, we're doing local badass retreats, but we didn't even think on a local level. We just immediately jumped to international.
1: We were like, so screw f- these off. tiny retreats. Like. We're like, let's
0: do Costa Rica. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, Costa Rica! What are we
1: doing? Go what big are we or go thinking? home. Like, yeah.
0: Um. But with every step we took with the Costa Rica stuff, things just kept on working out. Yeah. And I was like, okay, universe, I'm listening. I hear you. Um, but I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Badass Retreats was 1 million percent Laurie's idea. And... Laura, you like definitely got the momentum moving on that. And I just like had to put all my faith and trust in you and say, all right, lady, like we're partners in this. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Um, and it was really beautiful and awesome. And I'm glad that we took those steps because it's all happening. It's all happening.
1: But I also think that that's another unique thing about the last year is like what it means to work in partnership with somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, Which also I guess kind of comes on the heels of like the made to do this thing is a lot of people did that solo. Yeah. And so I watched people go through this process of trying to decide like, what was it that was important in their business and what did they want to focus on and what would they do for free and what were they really passionate about and that we really had to take things from a different space, you know, where it was about what we wanted, you know, to do with those things. But in that same breath that there's already so many umbrella companies under Badass Ladies Cub that are um, spinning out different directions Mm -hmm. that are allowing both of us to use the skills that we come by so naturally and that the other one can be there to support and back up and execute. And so, yeah, like working in partnership is really this tightrope kind of thing, you know, it really is. And
0: like, I'm going to preface this by saying, like, obviously, I love you like a sister. And we're (laughs) – cheers. Cheers. Cheers to that. Uh And it is challenging. (laughs) Yes. Duh. That we love each other so much and we wholeheartedly support each other and we want the best for each other. And obviously, we want the best for our business. And that sometimes – It's like, where do we compromise and where do we say, no, I know that this is right. And so this is what we're doing as a team, you know, Um, and that that's really challenging to navigate as best friends in business together. There have been a lot of tears. (laughs) Laurie and I send each other Marco Polo's. We cry to each other on Polo all the time. Where we cry. (laughs) And frustrate the hell out of each other, yeah. and you know, just I mean, it's it's insane. If you saw our polos, you'd be like, "These chicks are crazy." But I mean, and I, they'd be right, and and you would be correct. Yes. Um, so navigating that as a friendship and friends and business is extremely difficult. And I would say if anyone is planning on being in business with a friend, you have got to make damn sure it's right. Because I'm so lucky and happy that it's you, because I couldn't do this with other people, Laurie. Yes, agreed. There are so many people in the world that I'm like, oh, that would be fun. But would mm-hmm. it?
1: No. Well, and I mean, I. it was really early on I don't remember what book it was I was reading, but right after we started Badass Ladies Club, I was reading some book where a girl was talking about, um, a business that she started with her best friend and how it like destroyed their friendship, you know, Mm -hmm. and not because it wasn't successful and not because it didn't make money and not because they didn't really love each other and weren't great friends, but just because they weren't prepared for what it means to be, um, Sharing something that you're both so passionate about. And, you know, she compared it a lot to um, sharing a child with someone or sharing, you know, like, right? Or, or it's like, co parenting. Like, co parenting like or like siblings yeah. who have elderly parents, you know, and having right. to like share responsibilities for taking care of somebody, like these caretaker roles. And I feel that, you know, like the Badass Ladies Club is our baby and we're both so passionate about what we want for the baby, but we're also both individual people with different ideas and
0: different and yes. different
1: strengths, you know, and are, you know, the other thing that we probably don't talk about a lot, you know, is that I'm 10 years older than you are, you know, like we're at different times in, in our, our lives. lives. I don't have any kids. You're a mom, you yeah. know, like <laughs> that there, there are so many things about us that allow us to have different perspectives on what's going on. Um, so, yeah, that makes it hard. But I also think that's what makes it great. Yeah.
0: You know, and we I think we reach a really wide net. Yeah.
1: With that. But 100 percent, like we are both really lucky that we're good at stepping away from our egos mm-hmm. and can look at what's best for the company you yeah. know and for the community really right, is what right. it's about um so yeah like being in partnership is difficult but it's also really fun mm-hmm. to watch each other do their thing you know and figure out how that fits in the badass ladies club like this weekend like this weekend what a great transition we didn't plan know. that oh my like gosh like, look
0: at me we with should all these do this segways. i mean come on <laughs>
1: um So yeah, this weekend, let's talk about it. So
0: like I was saying before, both Laurie and I were personally invited to be on this team with Gray Label. Um, Initially, that text message came through as, you girls should join us. You should come promote Badass Ladies Club. There's going to be so many people there and so much press there, and this would be a really great opportunity for the both of you. Initially, we were both like, hell yes, we'll Go. be there. Let's, I mean, we were thinking road tripping it, you know. Yeah. And as things unfolded and we talked about it more, Laurie and I made the decision that maybe it would be best that Laurie chill here in Fort Worth. And because um, you had just gone to Costa Rica.
1: You I had know? just gone to Costa Rica. We also, I mean, like, y'all, you know, I'm all about transparency here too, you yeah. know, like, we also needed to make some money right. that we can, you know? Right. Like, and so, that. like,
0: it's like, shit, we need to make some money, but we need to do this press. So, like, you know, one person can't be in two places at one time, but two people can. So Laurie was like, right. you should go to this by yourself. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, me? Like, promote Badass Ladies Club by myself? Laurie's like, oh, hell Yeah. You know, your company, company. you can do it. I just did it in Costa Rica without you. You can do it in Kansas City without me. I was like, okay. So as things unfolded, it became clear I was going by myself and we booked an art immersion workshop, you know, here in Fort Worth. And so I was off in Kansas City doing my hair thing, promoting Badass Ladies Club, meeting big people, getting face to face, spreading the word and talking to hairdressers and models and all these things about Badass Ladies Club and what we do and what we're about. And, um, Laurie did the workshop here and made us some money and potentially made us some money for future events as well. Absolutely. Um, And so it really worked out so beautifully that we were able to divide and conquer in areas of our strengths.
1: It also is so just indicative of, like I said, we're both at like different times in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. You're the hairdresser. Mm-hmm. You know, like you were going, they, it was a team of hairdressers, you know, that you were going you would to have kill killed that with, makeup. That oh, no alarm. doubt. Like I, trust me when I saw that makeup look, it broke my heart a little bit. Much fun. so much fun. Um, it. And there will be makeup in the future. Yeah. But I guess what I'm getting at is like where you're at right now, you, cause sometimes the, what you're supposed to do has more to do with what you need yes. than what's like logical and Fair. what you right. needed was to be in an inspiring, creative environment with hairdressers that you could look up to Mm -hmm. and you could rise to that occasion. Yes. And you did that. And then some, you know? (laughs) Yeah. You also needed to go out and own this company, Badass Ladies Club, and share it with these amazing, inspiring people, which you did and killed it, you know? Mm -hmm. And... What I needed was to focus on loving up our club of ladies, you know, that wanted to work inside of artistic expression with paint and pastels and hot glue guns and get messy, you know, and focus on nurturing that club, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what I needed to do this weekend. And it's totally cool. And we need, and we needed to make some money, you know, like, and so we, we, We're both able to do what we needed to do, which was good for the company on both fronts and back each other up and be excited for what the other one was doing. Like, I just can't say enough about like trusting instincts because Laurie from a year ago probably would have gone to Kansas City with you out of this feeling or obligation that I needed to do that. And it was even though what was happening on in the inside of me. It was like, yeah, maybe you let Jessica take this one on her own, you know?
0: like, mm-hmm. And that, but also what I needed to do was I needed to do that on my own yes. because every Badass Ladies Club adventure I've done with you. Right. I've never done Badass Ladies Club solo where like I've been like, I'm the owner of this yes. company. You know, it's always like Jessica and Laurie. Mm-hmm. And I love you, girl. It doesn't it always have felt, to be that way. It just felt really good to say, This is my company that I own with my best friends. And, oh, no, she's not here. But you should listen to us. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. And, you know, the people that I talked to who knew who you were. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you're Lori's business partner? (laughs) I was like, yes, that's me. Like, oh, my gosh, it's so nice to meet you because there were so many people there that you had worked with before.
1: So it was great. It was great. And... It also just, like I said, it we could not plan these things better than they seem to fall into place when we just trust that inner guidance and that inner voice. When we trust that inner guidance and trusting
0: each other. Yes. I cannot stress that enough. Preach, sister. Say more about that. That in the hardest of hardest times with... Owning a business with your best friend, especially a business around healing where we're both <laughs> constantly with our in constant process. garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, guys, like, I look at us from the outside and I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, why? Um, when you're constantly on a healing journey and you're constantly processing, you know, a a trauma or spirituality, what have you, um, you're always on edge a little bit. Yeah. And the littlest thing can set you off and it takes a lot of self-care and doing what's right for you to make a situation right. And so, if I'm really excited about something and I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's do this. And Laurie's Marco poloing me in tears. And she's like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't want. And a lot of times it's vice versa where Laurie's like, "Let's, we go, ha- let's go, we have to go. We have let's to go. go. We have to go make money. We have to book this. We have to book that. And I'm like, but I don't want to, because I'm so tired. Like we have to trust each other and give each other the space mm-hmm. to
1: allow that. Yep. And that's really fucking hard. It's really hard and healing journeys are complicated. Yes. Right? Like, But you have to, but I trust you
0: blindly like that, you know, I don't have to know what's right for you, Laurie. I don't have to know. I don't have to understand it. I don't have to even like agree with it, but I have to know that like, I just trust you fully with my heart that like. If that's what you need, that's what you need. And okay, girl, I'm here for you. Let's do this. You and know that
1: it's a team effort that we're right. putting into this. You know, like so. It, to your point, like anytime that one of us is on a different wavelength from the than the other, that's also what's really beautiful about autonomy. Yeah, like I always tell people, like we have a business together. But we're not married, like, you know, like, we both have our own lives, we're both doing our own thing, you know, and that it's, it's more about like, I trust you to know what you need to Mm -hmm. do, I don't need to tell you what to do, you know, like, I don't need to be, and I also trust in divine timing. Oh, yeah that if it's not the right time for us to do something that I trust that there's going to be a right time or that there's a bigger uh, circumstance in play that, right, I that don't we're mean not to know. seeing that yeah, yeah it's going to come into fruition right yeah. and that's what i mean about like us being able to step out of our ego enough to not make it about me right because I've seen partnerships before where there's like kind of that weird underhanded like punishment thing that goes on between people, which is what cripples and kills things, you know? Right. And um, without this ability to allow each other room and space to do whatever we need to do, um, I don't think we would have made it bigger, <laughs> you know? Like, no. Um, and we are still just getting started. Yeah. Uh, out of this whole you know, like badass ladies club and badass retreats. Like there's several other badass brands that are, you know, moving into the, uh, the umbrella of companies. That's really exciting. And, but equally like something I would have never imagined was actually a possibility for us ever,
0: ever, ever, ever,
1: ever. Now I'm acutely aware that there's, that anything is possible for us, like that there's absolutely nothing we couldn't pull off if we decided it was important enough for us to make it a priority. And, um, so that is really exciting, Mm -hmm. but yeah, partnership and, uh, lady entrepreneurship is not for the week. No, like it takes some real self-awareness and, um, but it also
0: takes like being each other's biggest cheerleaders. Yes. And, like, I want to make that clear because I feel like oh, we're like, this is really fucking hard. It's also really fun. The most fun. And really easy when I can step back and I love this human in front of me and that yeah. I just want her to be happy. And, you know, like, I, a huge difference between Laurie and I is... Laurie has totally gotten in this groove of like doing things messy and trying new things. And I'm still like, yeah, I don't know about that. Like, because I'm such a freak Um, and everything has to be perfect and pretty. And, you know, it's taken a lot of getting out of my box and comfort zone and, um, just having to trust and, um, just being a cheerleader and saying, yeah, okay. And that Laurie also has your, you have your own stuff going on, you know, that, um, has nothing to do with badass ladies club that I'm like, well, not nothing to do with badass ladies club. It is all connected.
1: It's all connected. Yeah, it
0: it is all connected. And that's really exciting to see where all this goes. Um, But while I'm not a part of that at this point in time, that being a cheerleader for you, I know is um, only working towards bigger and better things for the company, even though you're the one doing it right now. (laughs) That's all I can say about that at the moment. Yeah, but you know what? That really
1: is a bigger, um, like, if you scale out a little bit. Mm -hmm. I do think a lot of that has to do with time. Yeah. And a big chunk of it has to do with age. That, you know, when I was 34, I wasn't ready to do this stuff either. Yeah. You know, like clearly I was living a totally different life and had a completely different idea of what I thought I wanted mm-hmm. for my future, you know, and that that is why it's OK for me to try something and for you to be like, no, I'm not ready to do that yet. You know, yeah. like and that at 34, I didn't have a five year old. Yeah. You know, like to look at those things, which is why it's okay for you to do things at the pace that's right for you and your little one. And mm-hmm. that, that all of those things are, again, things that could crush a company, you know, if people weren't in alignment about it. But that's also what's so beautiful about us loving each other enough to leave space for what we need to do. I guess the other big part of it too is like, and I'm not the only over 40 woman to say this, but I just think that something happens in your 40s where you just have zero fucks left. Like, yeah. I just do not care well, if you know, I try something and it's had, a failure, you know, I'm like, OK, let's try something else. <laughs> it's fine. You know,
0: like when we had it? our birth charts read and I don't remember if we said this on that episode with um Kat, mm-hmm. but. She told me in my birth chart reading when she laid our charts on top of each other and compared them Mm -hmm. that everything was making sense for the direction you were going versus the direction I was going that, yes, laying our charts on top of each other made perfect sense as to why we're best friends and business partners, but that the fact that you are 9 to 10 years older than me and you are in your 40s, she explained to me that something happens like in the atmosphere. Yes, beyond our control cosmic yeah cosmically <laughs> that's great. that happens when you're 40 Yeah, and she says so this makes perfect sense mm-hmm. as to why laurie is here and you are here and she was like that's not anything to take personally or yeah. to be upset about or you know what i mean it's She it's all like, good right yeah it's
1: all good, it's all good. And she was like don't worry it's gonna happen to you too i'm <laughs> like okay,
0: great you're, you're on the
1: same awesome yeah. it but it's also so indicative of, like, the whole Untamed story. Right. Where the older that women get, that they can start to scale out a little bit and really step into this space of, oh, so now's my time, you know? Mm-hmm. And you stop, um, yeah, you just stop the the reasons why you couldn't do it before just don't exist anymore. or They exist that you just doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like... I love this dance of we're in it together and we're both individual autonomous people that are doing our thing. Right. I think that it's a sweet spot that yeah. we're finding right now that um, I'm hoping will be inspiring to other people that want to start partnerships yeah. and businesses in the future. Cause yeah.
0: Well, because and like these umbrella companies that we're having, like mm-hmm. we have Badass Ladies Club together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have Badass Retreats that you, I mean,
1: I love Badass Retreats, but, Badass retreats is like your strength. Well, and I'm the one with the wide open schedule in life to right. knock so that travel out, you know. And yeah. Do all the
0: things. And there's another one coming up.
1: Oh my god, guys. We're not gonna talk about it. Let's not That's even talk about it or we'll slip like I feel like I'm gonna kill. i gonna it's gonna be great. It's already great. Um it's already done. And yes. it is um it's also one of the coolest things I think about it is that Badass Retreats is like, was a vision that I've always had, but didn't know how it was going to come together. Mm -hmm. That when I shared it with you, you were like, I can get on board with that. You know, like I can support that vision. I can help you execute that. And that this new umbrella company is kind of the reverse. Yeah. You know, like it's kind of like it was your vision and when we started talking about it, I was like, I can get into this. Like, yes. I can back you up on that. I know how to help with these things. And right. that, and so it's just such a beautiful symbiotic thing, know. you know?
0: Um, it's going to be so awesome. Yeah. So great. And we'll have even more advice for people once we
1: get that stuff going. Oh so. <laughs> Here's hoping. Uh, um, yeah. So I guess let's tie up this one year anniversary. Uh, so if you had any um, bit of wisdom or advice to impart to somebody who wanted to start a podcast,
0: a podcast specifically,
1: a podcast specifically because (sighs) yeah. What would you say to somebody who wanted to start a podcast today? Knowing what, you know, after the last year,
0: it's a lot of fun. It's, a ton of work. It's expensive, mm-hmm. and it's hard to make money. <laughs> so know those four things. You are going to have a lot of fun, yeah, but it's a lot of work, yeah. Yes, spend a lot of money doing it, and um, it's hard to make money off of a podcast. Yeah. However, without this platform i I would do it a million times over. Absolutely. The way that we've done it. Yes. Um, I know there are other ways to do it that maybe, you know, don't cost as much money or, you know, are easier or I don't know. Because we've never done it any other way. So I I don't know uh, any other way. Subjective. But um, that having this platform the way that we have it, I feel like really set the stage for... What we were fucking born to do. Yeah. And so for anyone who wants to start a podcast, um, you know, I would say just do your research and have fun with it. It's a lot of work. I could not do it by myself. And Missy said that on one of our episodes because she did Dirty Minds by herself and she was like, "Mm -mm, not Uh, doing that. And so she made a new one with Nicola, you know, and. Yeah, that podcasts are so much fun. I love having this platform.
1: Yeah, you know what I would say is like really allow it to um, evolve. Yeah. Because what it was when it started, even just like the what we talk about, you know, like... Yeah. And it's so hard to explain to somebody like what it is that we talk. I'm like, we talk about so many things, you know, and so, um, relative to like what's going on in your life that I feel like the best podcasts that I listen to that are other people's or the best episodes we've put out have been when we're talking about things that are going on in our life in real time. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you want to start a podcast, like just make sure that you're talking about things that you are truly passionate about and that you also understand that a lot of times you're not talking to other people. (laughs) That you are talking to yourself. Yeah, (laughs) and that that's okay. Podcasts are a mirror for yourself. It's not about you being an expert about something and imparting all of this hardcore advice on people. That it's a lot more about, like, what do you need to hear? And that's what you need to share. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Uh, We are so grateful that we've got all the love and support from you guys over the last year. Um, I would love to know what you guys remember over the last uh, year. Like what's favorite your favorite
0: badass ladies club
1: memory? What's your favorite? Like, um, what's your favorite episode or your favorite gaffe? Like I'm sure we've said some really horrible oh things my God. <laughs> over the years. Um, yes. So yeah, you guys, uh, keep on fighting the good fight and we're so excited to put out a lot more awesome content for you and offerings over the next year. We super appreciate you. Love, rate, review, subscribe, come on a retreat. Check out www.badassladiesclub.com. And we'll see you next week. Love you guys.